Guys, ChrisDComedy.com for my Tiki Wikis. I got shows this Friday and Saturday, January 12th and 13th. We got Friday, January 12th in Mag- at the Magnolia Theater in El Cajon, California, San Diego, and January 13th at the Wiltern in Los Angeles. Tickets, ChrisDComedy.com. Chrissy, California, I will not be in your area for probably a year and a half, so come down, hang out. Then next month, February 2nd in Nashville, February 3rd, Washington, D.C., February 8th, Reno, Nevada, the Grand Sierra Resort, and then we're going to film my special sometime in February, March, still in Atlanta, but that is not on sale yet, so I don't know. February 8th in Reno could be my last show for a year plus. ChristyComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. Go do it. And MikeCannonComedy.com for all of my dates. Thank you so much to all the chaos people that have been coming out lately. Thank you for identifying yourself. It's very cool. January 11th through the 14th, I'll be in Tampa, Florida for the Sunshine Comedy Fest. New festival, first year. No idea how it's going to go. Come out. Tickets at my site. And then the 25th of January, I'm in Vegas. Then I'm in Chandler, Arizona, right outside of Phoenix, January 26th through the 27th. I got Austin, Texas on February 15th at the Vulcan. February 16th and the 17th, I'm in Fort worth texas and then uh, i'm coming back around through jersey and baltimore in march but all dates coming in being added mikecannoncomedy.com very exciting stuff so be on the lookout for that what's up everybody welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos with my partner, life partner, Michael Cannon. We have Hello. Jihad John on the ones and twos. We have Wreck-It Ralvito, who just went out, I would assume, to poop. Yeah, he had that look on his face. Speaking of poop, um, I listened to a uh, podcast. I'm listening. You know Steven? St- his, his Instagram name is Steven. I think it's just, just Steven. Steven. He got in early. John, can you go on Instagram and see if there's a guy? He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a British man. Very, very, very... Um, like articulate, like well spoken. I mean, most, every British guy is. Yeah, it every British matter. guy is well spoken. That's but, kind of the, that's the that's the brilliance of that accent is like no matter what your education level is, you sound like like Ivy League. Right. No. S T E V S T E V N Stephen. Yes. Uh, Stephen Bartlett. Stephen Bartlett. His Instagram handle is just Stephen. That's pretty Which sick. is amazing. Yeah. Stephen Barlett, this guy, unbelievable. I've listened to his pod. Yeah, here we are. Great podcast. He's taught, by the way, one of the latest episodes he did was Sex Can Fix Your Sleep Problems. This, I guess, psychiatrist is smoking hot, saying just go have sex. <laughs> um, but Stephen Barlett, I listened. The guy's, the guy's name is Dr. Pooh. He called uh-huh. himself Dr. Pooh. His name, I think, is on Instagram, it's Gut Health MD on Instagram. I nobody knows how to pronounce his last name. It's like Bill, you know, like Bill on Polish. Oh, I honestly thought he was just an Indian doctor. You, you know, <laughs> the <thought>, doctor poo. <laughs> Wait, gut like, health. Okay. Are you spelling health right? Gut health. H e l m. Hold on. What the hell is this guy's name? Because I want to. Because dude, it's unbelievable. Um, this guy. Uh, what? Okay, the the gut health MD. The gut health MD. Um, so this guy, the gut health MD, I don't know. This is, yeah, right here. Dr. You know, Will, Bill, but his, this name is Bolshewitz. His last name might be bullshit in Polish. Um, <laughs> gut health MD, this guy, unbelievable. The gut health 
Do you know the brain gut connection? I mean, I do. What just do you know because, about it? Just because what we've been discussing lately, and you know, granted, my TikTok algorithm is either like tiny Mexican men digging out holes in the woods and building mud huts, or <laughs> men, like forty-year-old man, mm-hmm. here's how to take your power back. stuff so this has been just roaming in my stuff and i've been doing like moderate intermittent fasting because on your on your recommendation because it's helped my my energy levels 10 a.m and then 8 p.m right and then i also watch some stuff where it's like if you do that your stomach is kind of eating away at its own lining so you have to do preventative stuff to make sure your gut health is right and so i've been drinking kombucha i am approaching all of this with like somebody who's read 400 headlines and refuses to read the articles. (laughs) Yes. So this is a, I personally think, a must listen to Stephen Bartlett's podcast, this episode with Dr. Pooh. I haven't listened to his other podcast episodes. I'm sure they're all awesome and brilliant because this guy just knows how to ask amazing questions. He was like a CEO. I think the podcast is called Diary of a CEO. Mm -hmm. And this guy became a CEO. I'm surprised he also didn't pun that up and be like diarrhea. Of a yes. CEO. Well, that's I mean, why I he's successful Bolsheviks. and we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just do the extra joke. Yeah, <laughs> and so he he uh, is a fantastic interviewer. This guy, um, and he was a CEO of his own company at thirty. And this guy is great. And he, um, I thought he was gay for like the first hour. He's not. And then he was like, my partner. And I was like, ah, oh, here it is. Yeah. He was like, she. And I was like, what? She? I mean, but he does like, not look like a bio male in that No, not Dr. Right. Pooh. Dr. Oh, okay. Pooh is straight. I thought Stephen Bartlett was gay. Gotcha. But, but that's just because he sounds so smart and British. And when you have a British accent to, I just think everybody's gay because it's such a you're so smart and articulate and you're taking such good care of yourself that to me, like a, an idiot from Queens, Brooklyn, I think that you're gay. Right. And does it also maybe bubble some subconscious attraction to them? So you yes. want to project your own homosexuality onto them? I'm a sapiosexual attracted to intelligence. And this man is very intelligent. <laughs> yeah. So my brain is like, you know what, dude, it, there might be there might be a vagina there somewhere. I'm a Caitlin Clarkosexual where yes. I just like girls who can hoop. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so the gut microbiome, if you don't know about the brain gut connection, it is all the research, and again, I'm paraphrasing. Go listen to this guy, this you know, actual doctor, scientist, who's dedicated his life to figuring this stuff out. The connection between the brain and the gut is so overwhelming mm-hmm. that you'd have to be an idiot to not think your brain is connected connect to your gut. You have, just on your thumb, like 38 million microbes, okay, microbes. that We are basically, from what this podcast said, we are basically – like a super organism. We are just a collection of microbes, my little organs that have just become what we've become. Right. That's all we are. That's what the universe sees. Is Stardust. You, you're, that's what you are. You're just microbes that have take different forms. To the universe, you're microbes that take on different forms. Mm-hmm. Now, the most plentiful, where most of your microbes are, like 38 trillion of them, I think, are in the lining of your gut. So this whole concept of calories in, calories out is not so cut and dry. He said the whole idea of you just consuming – he said, you know, we are obsessed in the Western world with calories. That's what you think, like, you need to have less of and weight loss and all that. That doesn't – that is not the whole story. He was like calories is a form of energy. You need calories for energy. It's what you're doing to your gut microbiome is the thing, like, literally that makes you an actual different person. He said when you drink a can of Diet Coke – 
Yes, it has zero calories, but the aspartame and other chemicals in that literally changes your gut microbiome to such an extent that you are a different person as you're digesting that Diet Coke. So wow. would it be better to drink a Diet Coke with zero calories or have you know a bushel of kale that's 50 calories but is not disturbing your gut microbiome? Or if it is disturbing your gut microbiome, it's disturbing it in such a positive way. So because when you eat anything, gut microbiomes that are attracted to sugar will run to the sugar, that are attracted to fiber will run to the fiber. And the ones that are attracted to the fiber, he said research has shown in everything from mice to humans, that the ones that are attracted to the fiber are the ones that make you healthier and happier. Huh. So he said, so this whole idea of, and he said also, based off how your gut microbiome is situated in an unhealthy person, your body, even if you have these calories in, calories out thing, may not burn, let's call it 2,000 calories, in the same effective way as someone with a healthy gut microbiome would burn 2,000 calories. So this right. is why people yo-yo weight and don't lose weight because your gut microbiome is not is not situated in a way that's working for you. And he said, furthermore, your gut microbiome, when you're like craving food, you're not craving it. It's your gut microbiome that's craving it. So he said, when you are eating sugar, it's because your gut microbiomes right. that are attracted to sugar are overwhelming. So when you stop giving it that, it's not that you're changing. It's your gut microbiome has shifted where now you're not craving that. You're craving the fiber. Well, two things out of that. That I, took I probably that. said that all wrong. It was unbelievable. I mean, whether whether or not it was correct is almost irrelevant. I it stick was, to it. It dude. was thorough. Yeah, <laughs> I like Doctor Pooh's gonna sue me. <laughs> the main thing I took <laughs> out of that is if you drink Diet Coke, you now have an excuse for bad behavior because once you drink the Diet Coke, you're not even you anymore. You man. really think I had sex with that woman? Me? <laughs> I drank Diet Coke. Yeah, and in DC, baby, you know I'm liable to do anything. I'm yeah. a different man. And then on the other one. Damn, I already forgot it, but it was at the end and it was good. Oh, uh, gut microbiome that it's attracted to the sugar versus the fiber. Calories oh, well in, that, calories so, out. So that's a thing where I've been having, I've been trying to call my brain like a bitch sometimes mm -hmm. or certain parts of my body, like shut up. Like I don't have to take orders from you. My my consciousness is the sum of all its parts. By the way, it's just greater. I'm sorry to cut you off. If you want to be called a bitch, just look at our Reddit. <laughs> Top comment, get him off the show. Yes. <laughs> He's not Greek, but uh <laughs> But yeah, so but you can you have power over it where if you actually recognize that it's a part of your body that requires or is demanding that, you can call your gut biome a stupid cuck yep. and I will not listen to you and my my will is greater than my biome. Yep. There you know it what is. I mean? And, and, and another big part, you know, we talked about drinking kombucha. The reason why Mike drinks kombucha is because fermented foods, kombucha, you know, pickles, homemade sauerkraut, things, fermented foods, yogurt, Greek yogurt, all those things are so plentiful and healthy for your gut microbiome that it is a necessary part of intermittent fasting or dieting in general is to have Fermented foods, he also said that what the studies show, and I don't know how this is possible, that the healthiest way to feed your gut microbiome is to give it 30 different varieties of plants a week. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, we just had an egg wrap. It had broccoli, spinach, peppers, and onions. So yeah. that's four different plants right I don't there. know about you. I'm like, well, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. That's but all that, my greens. So the average American gets about, or Westerner, gets about 10 to 15 varieties of plants. A day or? No, a week. 
a week. So you got to, I don't even, I can't even name, let's try, I want to try to name right now 30 different varieties of plants and vegetables that would count as, okay, well, let's all go around that and we've name eaten, one. That, that we've, we've eaten, eaten, not just heard of. That, no, no, that like, well, that are edible. That, okay. If we could, okay, so I'll start. Broccoli. Kale. Mushrooms. Onions. On, peppers. Fennel. Green onion, like scallion. Judges say yes. Carrots. Carrots. Um, beets. Um, ca- cabbage. Cabbage. We're literally at 10 and we're running out. Yeah. Cabbage is one. Okay. We're at 10. Peppers? I said yeah, that. Are you going to say you've you said, said six kinds thing. of peppers? <laughs> I said that. You're no, it counts colors. as the 10 already. No, but you said that when we were talking about cauliflower. The cauliflower, 11. Does potatoes count? Yeah, yeah it has to. Right? Yeah, it has to. Oranges, 13. That's a f- fruit. No, but it's a plant. You said plant. mushrooms. Oh, you said I said yeah. mushrooms. You said mushrooms already, 13. Okay, so fruit counts as I a plant. I think yeah, it has yeah. to, dude. It has to. Oh, then I might be closer than I thought of what I eat. Then apples, weekly. dragon yeah, apples, fruit, pear. dragon fruit. Fifteen. We're at fifteen. We're literally banana. Half, banana. Sixteen. Kale. Strawberries. Kale, I said kale. I did too. Yeah. We both, dude. You see how <laughs> fucking hard this is? Well, it's harder to keep track of thirty things just in general. <laughs> I can't, so here's the thing. Here's two other things, real quick. He said sprouts, like a broccoli sprout packs more fiber in it like a little sprout than a full bushel head of broccoli he but said so sprouts is the way to go but to it get- feels like you're eating the lint out of pubes you know what i mean like that is a disgust why is it that the grossest shit is the best for you like you can't even cook it or flavor it right, right. because if you cook it then you zap all the nutrition out of it and so you're just eating raw cold broccoli sprout he said broccoli sprouts that's what to eat he also said there's been an assault on fruit. He was like, eat fruit. Fruit is good for you. Like yeah. this whole idea of, he said, there's studies that showed diabetics who eat fruit reverse their diabetes. This whole idea of all sugar is bad is like, I don't know what he said specifically. I would assume it's some big food industry thing trying yeah. to get you away from the fruit. But he was like, dude, have fruit. He was like, if you have kids, give them fruit. Like, right. you know, like rather than my kid eating Nutella sandwiches, I'm like, Eat five oranges, <laughs> you know, eat blueberries all day. You know, if people were mad at you for doing Irish accents a few weeks ago, I can't wait to see how people feel about you yeah. talking about intermittent fasting and dieting for 15 minutes. That's it. I'm eating fruit. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what more interested me? Like it, the thing that really stuck out to me, though, is the effect that it has on your mental health, because, you know, I mean, you and I are classic binge eaters where we will, especially earlier in our comedy, when we'd go on the road. Remember that when we were on the Monster Energy drink tour? Which sold like, no tickets. Which sold no tickets. And on like the third date, we we were just in a hotel somewhere and we ordered Domino's. We ordered like t- <laughs> pies for each of us, cheesy bread, uh, wings, and a chocolate pizza right, as yep. well. And I remember after eating it and we felt like shit. And I think we were probably sad for like the yeah. better part of a week. And we had no idea why we thought it was 100% due to the low ticket sales. No. But no, it was because we were just shoving depressants into our gut biome. Yep. It's empty food. Yeah. Empty food. Like I sit in a room, I sit in an office and I'm locked in with like fucking like 10 different kinds of potato chips all day. Right. So I intermittent fast to like 2, 2.30. Mm-hmm. And then 2.30 hits, I have my lunch. And then for the next three hours while I'm locked in this room, I'm just fucking hungry. Yeah. And I can't stop eating yeah. potato chips, but they do nothing. 
Change that to sauerkraut. Just get a bag of sauerkraut. <laughs> no, seriously, it. homemade sauerkraut. He said cut, dicing up cabbage, putting like some vinegar, brine, yeah. water, salt solution in, and leaving it in like a damp, like a cool place for like a week. He said it's delicious, and it is the fermented food. Like you can eat that and get more. I think it's like probiotics, prebiotics, and postbiotics. How much? How much are you ruining everybody's day the moment you open that ziplock? <laughs> just like just I, the fucking fermented stink that fills wherever you are. It's 2024, so now let's talk about something important. If you get injured by a person, place, or thing, you deserve to get paid, player. Yes, if you're in an accident, not calling a lawyer means you could be leaving money on the table, and nobody wants you to do that when you're seriously hurt. Your injury could be worth millions, okay? Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and more than 1,000 lawyers. With over $20 billion recovered for over 500,000 clients, Morgan Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Full and fair, okay? Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy appearing on the jimmy kimmel live show drunk is hard okay that was hard i had too many tequilas but i pulled it together if you're ever injured you can check out morgan and morgan their fee is free unless they win for more information go to for the slash chaos or Dial pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. That's F-O-R, the people, dot com, slash chaos, or pound law, pound 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. Guys, let me tell you something, all right? You know, you don't have to choose between hair growth and our health. You don't have to do that. You know why? Because Nutrafol is here. I'm Chrissy Nutrafol, and I'm telling you why. Nutrafol is a drug-free, whole-body approach that promotes hair growth from within. No compromises, just better hair. I mean, look at Steve's hair right here. That's Nutrafol, baby. Fucking beautiful, gorgeous, lovely hair. And he's single, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? 80%, but not Stevie and I. You know why? Because we're Nutrafols, okay? We're a couple of Nutrafols hanging out in the neighborhood. That's what we do. And look at our gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous hair. I mean, Steve's hair is, I'm going to show you pics of Steve's hair one day. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. The last thing you want is a shed. I used to shed, not anymore. Nutrafol. That's what it is, okay? The first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code chaos. I love a slash men. Love it, men. Nutrafol.com slash men. Enter the promo code chaos. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com slash men. Men, men, men. I love it. And that's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men. And enter that promo code chaos. That's Nutrafol.com. 
Facebook.com slash men, promo code chaos. I want your hair thicker than a snicker. Dude, by the way, and then we'll get back to it, but yesterday I took the subway to the, to the place Jazz and I went to, and this homeless lady, granted, you know, it's psychosis, but it is a way to get a train cart to yourself. She shit in a plastic bag, had it left open, and was just sitting next to her, and people would walk onto the cart, oh. and then wait, run to the next cart or the next step, and she literally, because we, the train pulled in to my train station, and- there was nobody in that cart. So I was like, let's go to this one. And yeah, Jasmine, you know, being at Sunset Park was like, there's got to be a reason nobody's in there. I said, Jazz, just get on the train. So we get on the train and then immediately you're dry heaving because she had an open bag of her shit, open, just looking around, lay, sprawled out on a bench. Everybody, when we got, and by the way, the first train stop by me, the next stop is four stops away. It goes express. So we were on it for eight minutes, like a herd of wild animals ran to the next car. One guy didn't get on. He got, he yeah, was yeah. on the train and didn't get on the next car because people wouldn't let him on. I would have gone home. Like it, there's just, that to me is almost scarier than a gun. Like somebody with an open bag of human shit. Like what the fuck could you do as a defense against that? You Damn. can't kick that woman. You can't like, you're just liable to get her fucking hepatitis all over your skin. Yeah. What are you going to do? Do you give the people getting on the train a heads up? No, I thought in the moment, it, in hindsight, What's I want to say yes. That? I want to say that I would, but I absolutely didn't. I fought for my own life and my own. <laughs> so I, I had a, I had a bad homeless train a few weeks ago, and then me, me and my wife were getting off, and as we were getting off, I was like, "Should we say something?" And then she looks at me and says, "Nobody told us." Okay. And I was like, "Look see, at that. That's see, cold. That's cold." <laughs> but that, but women, because you know what it is in your in your wife, your she's got like in her brain, she's like, "I'm a mother. I will one day be a mother. I need to protect." You're an ogre who will go out and find, not you, but like men are ogres. You go out and you have, no. Sorry. The feel really is if Shrek wished to be a man. Yes, yes. I don't mean that. Do you? I meant like men. She thinks like men, like we get the club, go beat the animals, bring back the food. I will protect everybody. So deep in the thing, she's like, I am not going to put me and our unborn child at risk. So you say nothing because we were told nothing. Yeah. Which, but we're more I like, like I want to help everybody. But so, so yeah. So with the gun, Wait, did you wash her shit? Buttons just fell off. Um, no, it was an open, it was piles of shit in an open bag. That so you that, that might've been days. Old. She might've been collecting yeah. that bag. That might yeah. not have been one shit. And no. by the way, speaking of that, and, and, but might even have been from some of her friends, right. <laughs> and I was actually going to walk up to her and tell, and ask her to go get checked by a doctor because Dr. Pooh also did say that one of the telltale signs of colon cancer is yes. Anytime you have blood in your stool, go to the doctor you, that you have to go to it's the like doctor. dark, right? Dark blood, especially. dark blood. He said is the problem, but any type of blood go, but he said the, that along with the telltale sign, he goes is when your shit smells horrific. Like where he said, there's times now where he's, and I was like, that's every time. Yeah, I don't know me. how to gauge that. Yeah, so, cause, cause he was like, now he knows when he's walking through the hospital and he's got like a console. He's like, I can smell their cancer from the hallway. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to be like, lady, this is horrific. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like one of those medicinal cats that they let go in the yeah. hospital wing and they just perch up on a bed of the guy who's going to die next. But dude, Dr. Pooh, the episode with Steven, Stephen Bartlett, Diary of CEO, I think is, now listen, I only listened to it three days ago, so I'm going to tell you that it's had this profound effect on my life and changed me for the better, and that may not be true. I may absolutely have a Diet Coke upon leaving here. Yeah, this is what I love about you, though, is that you're, 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 you're like Chrissy Trends in the sense that like you have a new passion 
every single week. Yep. And each week you have a new, this is now the code for my life. Yep. And it lasts for a little while and then you move to another code. But all of those codes are noble. Yes. So I'm not I'm not I'm not here to say you're you're fucking a flip flopper. Yes. I'm just saying you're 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 code switching. We are noble. <laughs> we are noble. And let me tell you this. I mentioned last week about self-sabotage. I want to get into self-sabotage. I saw a meme about a month ago about self-sabotage. And the very first thing, it's almost like they wrote it for me. The very first thing they said that is when your life, when you have found peace in your life and then you search for chaos, you self, that's self-sabotage. Yeah. And I've realized that I have been in a pattern of that for quite some time, and I've been learning this lesson the hard way this time, or actual, I don't want to say the hard way, but the most profound lessons have come in the last three, four months of my life because I sold my house on Staten Island and moved. I had a great mortgage rate. I had a great a house at a great price, a house that my kids loved, kids in a good school system, but I was like, I can't walk and get a bagel. So I, <laughs> so, so I had peace, and I said, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell the house for way less than it was worth, mm -hmm. sell it quickly because I, I created an urgency and a chaos that did not exist. And I said, I'm going to sell the house. I'm going to move my family into this from this big, beautiful house into a two-bedroom apartment in the neighborhood that I can walk to get a bagel where there's plenty of neighbors in Staten Island where you could do that. I said, I'm going to do that. I said, my stepson will figure it out. My eight-year-old daughter will figure it out. It's not even going to affect my two-year-old because what does she know? And Jazz will figure it out. Well, I'll tell you what. I did all that. We are now in a house that we're renting, which is which is more. We're in a house that we're renting that is a is a beautiful home, but is not doesn't look anything like the house that we have in Staten Island, where I'm paying more money than my mortgage was. Oh, I'm paying no, paying dude. more money in rent to live <laughs> somewhere else. I now yes can walk to go get a bagel. Okay. <laughs> my my kids are not really that happy in the new school and the one that it affected by far the most was my two-year-old she was sleeping every night like a in staten island like it was no problems at all just sleeping put her to bed now it takes two hours to get her to bed and it has since we moved because she's like where am i we keep moving. <laughs> oh man we yeah. were in an apartment we first moved to the apartment that apartment had an issue so we had to move all our stuff in and then move out within a month so two moves Dude, every day she's like waking up from a blackout yes every day just like, every like day. where the fuck am i so all that so now now in an effort to we 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 I will not move my daughter's school again. So I was like, we are staying here. This is where my kids are going to go to school and grow up because I'm not I'm not giving them any more change. We have to set down roots. But the neighbor that we chose to set down roots, which is in walking distance of the kids' school, the house that I have now put an offer in on is twice as expensive as the Staten Island house with a mortgage rate that went twice as high. So I have learned the valuable lesson of self sabotage. I think I've learned it, and, I, and I'm hoping now when those demons pop up again, I realize what it is, and I can deal with it. But I have absolutely put myself, because of self-sabotage, in an uphill incline, which I have probably been doing unconsciously since the time I, I became an adult or even an adolescent. Question. Yeah. Question. Yeah. The, so are you not – is the apartment still happening, or now you're – That fell through. And now, <laughs> yes. And now this you're going now to the a third option. And yeah. now you're going to a house in the same neighborhood. In the same neighborhood, three blocks dope. away. 
The house is dope. House I believe dope. it. I know the yeah, area. Yeah, the houses are all yeah, beautiful. Yeah. The houses are dope. And I'm like, and there has been yesterday, there was like a giddiness to Jazz. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, what is it? Like, she was being so nice. Like, she out of nowhere was like, you know, thank you for everything you do for me, for us. Like, I love you so much. Like, all these things. And I was like, what? Like, are, are you going to tell me like you're going to be dead? Like, what has happened? It's Pino why, and painting, dude. Why are you being nice to me? And I thought, oh, it's got to be because of the paint stuff. She was like, I don't know. I'm just happy today. And I think it's because even though nothing's set in stone, I, you know, got the A-OK from my accountant to put in an offer for this house. And I think she's feeling now, finally, Stability. this nightmare is going to end and we're going to be back in a place that has roots. Yes, it's a little different. You know, this house doesn't have a pool. It's not nearly as big. And it, there's changes. But it's like each of my, it's a, it's a house, a newly renovated house. The kids each have their own bedrooms. We can sit and stay here. When would and the move-in be? As soon as I can get a mortgage cleared. So I'm hoping in the next two months. Oh, so this is better than the apartment because the apartment yeah, yeah. you would have had to wait like a year or something. So, yeah, because we wouldn't even we wouldn't even be closed in the apartment yet, and then we have to fully got renovated. So you know, in theory, they say this could take three months, but it could take six. This is house is already renovated. Can you do me a favor? I want you to reach out to the guy who you sold the Staten Island house to. Yeah, and I want you to check in, and I want you to see what his happiness level is. At. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's a I good idea. I swear, I swear to Christ, the day he's Palestinian, the day we sold him the house, we closed on October seventh, is the day oh Palestine uh, invaded Israel, and him and his family went back to Palestine. <laughs> no shit. And my neighbors told me that that house has been sitting there as empty as it was the day we left fully paying he's fully paying for it he closed he, on two lands that yep, day <laughs> he, yes. yep. so so it is one of those things where like i've you know talked to my fam my dad about it you know and i'm and he's like no you did what you thought was best for your family and maybe that's true maybe hindsight you know they, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. in that moment yeah everybody the adults were like this is a good move go move go be in civilization so it, I do feel a lot better that now I can walk out and be on a sidewalk and walk to the bagel store and I can be in, you know, I can find a suburban feel and a kind of street feel. But when I, now that the dust is settling and this is happens to me a lot with decisions I make, the dust starts to settle and I'm like, I made a horrific mistake and I was full <laughs> emotions in the moment and I chose the wrong emotions. But I don't know if it's that's the truth or that's my brain playing it yet another trick on me saying, yeah, you're forget you're romanticizing the past. That's what it is. A hundred percent. Well, the, the interesting thing about it is that like you only have this self-sabotage thing for your personal life, but career wise, it works for you. You know, like all these things that you're not supposed to say, not supposed to do, it all works hand in hand with comedy. And then in your personal life, it just throws turmoil into the mix. Right. The thing is, your decision making isn't even wrong. Your decision making has a lot of uh, a lot of intuition to it, a lot of reason to it. It makes a lot of sense. The only thing in this that could be even debated is your pace. The reason why you needed to sell it immediately, you needed to move immediately, even though you didn't even have a house. You had to do all this shit immediately, everything right, right now. That's all the frantic anxiety shit. That's not the decision making or anything like that. So that's the stuff that you can kind of go back and be like, all right, next time, maybe I'll pace it right a little bit better or I'll have the thought and the feeling and I'll sit with it and I will not allow it to make right. me make in instant rash decisions because I have it the exact opposite. I have career self-sabotage and my personal life at home, 
I'm like you with my career, everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Go to patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Tell us who would you rather be. <laughs> it's an easy choice. Just yeah. read the comments. You'll see. <laughs> but it's, it is one of those things because, you know, my self-sabotage is all mental right. and, and emotional where like I don't really go with actions. I do stuff to harm myself internally and even then i will sit with my suffering in silence and won't really even share it with people because one i don't find it interesting and two i find people will find it will think i'm being grading for having a human experience right right <laughs> so so it's it's an interesting thing and by the way patreon.com says christy comedy we will be talking about the richard dreyfus bill maher podcast episode oh which is God. an absolute must watch must listen that's what we're going to be talking about and some more well name names and say some, chair richard dreyfus yes we'll say some things too out oh, we say some things over there as well that like you shouldn't uh you can't you just cannot say on youtube but this self-sabotage thing is another thing another thing in addition to that what i've been thinking about and what this meme said and i was like that i think applies to me is I am someone who kind of, I am someone who, I know, that's where, yes, that's where I used to live. Vito has I was going to say that before too, dude. There was a bagel place that I almost always stopped by before going to Chris's, and it's a block and a half away. It's a 14-minute walk, Chris. <laughs> yes, but there's no sidewalks, and you have to walk off the side of a highway, which I didn't love. Okay. That's yeah. And it was into a strip mall, which I didn't feel like you were in any bit of society, but I absolutely self-sabotaged myself. And if I was just thinking about, if I, if I was thinking about, if I was thinking about money buying me freedom and happiness and just being happy where my family's at, I would have 1000% stayed at that house with that rate and figured it out. And mm -hmm. I didn't. And now I've put myself in a position where not that. You know, my account has, has greenlit it, but he's like, you know, I, I have now increased what I need to make to cover this house. So I have to now build it up, right? Where it would have been much easier financially to stay there and I could have went at my own pace. But there is something- With that said, new dates announced at ChristyComedy.com. Yes. <laughs> As I told you, please, for the love of God, buy tickets to Nashville- Washington, D.C., and Reno, Nevada, I absolutely need your help. Um, <laughs> Folks, it's for the two of us because, frankly, I'm living in somebody's carriage house right now. So for the love of God, get my family out of there. Yes. <laughs> so ChristyComedy.com, MikeCannonComedy.com, all your support matters. And I genuinely love performing, and I love, I feel, and I think, you, Mike, you feel this way too, I do feel like I don't work for a living. I feel yeah. like I... Money is a secondary thing, and I love doing it, and I hope you guys at the shows love, you, you know. You shouldn't be able to go to your job and improve your mental health. Right. You know what I mean? Or at least, and not that you shouldn't, but it's rare. It's rare that you do, because I, I find myself, when I'm not doing comedy, even around the holidays when I took like a couple days off, then you get back up and you do it, and you're like, oh, man, I feel new. Like, I right. feel like I just went to the gym. I felt like I ate clean. Like, right. I just felt like a, a worked out version of myself. And I didn't even realize that I was just, you know, unexpressive or whatever for the last three days operating at a low, low depression. Right. You know, but until you get up on stage. Dude, I've been drinking so much coffee, my right eyeball just shakes. <laughs> Is that crazy? Yeah, I get that with the corner. Yeah. The corner flap skin. One other thing that this meme said that I felt applied to me, and I'm wondering if you think it applies to you or, if it's, or is this just, you know, algorithm BS again that's warping my brain. They said that if you're someone who I feel like I am someone who I, I will tell a stranger the deepest, darkest secrets of my life, it's because I'm lonely. Yeah. You're, you're, dealing, you're, you're, you're dealing with 
loneliness. And you can be lonely even if you're surrounded by friends and family because loneliness is like an emotion and you're yeah. not, if you're not connecting. And that's why they think the suicide rate went so high because you're lonely when you're on the phone. Interesting. And I'm addicted to that. So I'm even having a podcast just talking about family secrets that get me in a hell of real trouble in real life. <laughs> I do it all the time, week after week. And I'm wondering if it's because I'm in incredibly lonely. <laughs> yeah, I think we both are on yeah, some right? level, right? Even though we have people that love, that's like, that's the plight of an unwell person is that right. even if you have a lot of people around you that truly care for you or are rooting for you with every fiber of their being, we still feel like we're alone yep. and nobody's helping us. Yep. <laughs> and my accountant reminds me, he goes, you know, because I was worried about this, still am worried about it. He goes, you know, you forget your own advice sometimes that helps people. You forget it, that you have this in your brain. He goes, you told me six months ago about money when you were worried about money. You were like, you know what? To my account, I was, I was like, you know what, dude? It's only money. Like that doesn't buy happiness. I'm fortunate enough to be in a career where even if it's, you know, going out and doing comedy clubs or more shows, we can make the money and I can just live within my means and we can deal with it. And he was like, and that was, he said, you said it so calmly, so profoundly. He was like, I even went and told my wife about it. Like how, <laughs> how you're my only client that thinks the right way. And now here we are six months later and you're worried about money and you're worried about things. He's like, you know, investing in a house, you know, you're just putting your money, you're moving it from your bank account and you're putting it in an asset that your family is living in. So yeah. it's an incredible asset. Yes, the mortgage rate is high, but we'll refinance the mortgage rate when it gets lower. There's always ways. You're not renting. You're not throwing. Now you're renting, throwing the money away in some ways. He's like, but again, you need a place for your family to live. So, but this is not, don't worry about this. He goes, and you know, yes, you are moving up your monthly expenses. So you probably have to work more. He's like, but I think if you still just work at the pace you want to, it'll figure out. It's not like you're going to go from having money to $0 immediately. If we see that it's trending down, you sell the house. Right. And you uproot your family again. <laughs> <laughs> and then hopefully the two-year-old will take it like an eight-year-old. Yep. You know? Yeah. But so so I think I think um it's I sometimes I like to say these things out loud because I'm like, you know, what do other people feel? And again, call our hotline 347-343-3321 if you have any relationship advice, if you have any specific parenting advice i think this is a, a good parenting topic tell me do you feel lonely do you feel like you self-sabotage as a parent or as a person mike and i will answer your questions we answer we pick two or three voicemails at patreon.com slash christy comedy so call that christy chaos hotline. well and the way it works with me and i've taught i've talked about this before but like like the comment section or anything like that or negative dms or whatever that like fucks with me for it fucks with everybody but it, it fucks with me because I tend to believe it more than I believe the comments and that is confirmation bias and that is self-sabotage based on all of that shit. Right. So like when I'm reading through hundreds of people saying nice shit to me all the time and then one person says actually he sucks I don't care for anything he brings to the table my brain is like that person sees me that person knows exactly who I am they are the correct one Right. and that's like then I go down that road of having low self-value and that in and of itself is like a self-sabotage yep. and then it it also double bums me out that while I'm talking to my son or hanging out with my loved ones and I'm making eye contact and technically connecting with them, I in the back of my head, I have that voice of like, check your phone. Yeah. Check to see who says you suck. 
Mm-hmm. You want to see like, and it's not like, of course, it's not good. It's not. Uh, there's no real family over there that I can go to and be like, well, they're they're the ones that actually love me. No, it's like those are the ones that see me for who I actually am. They know I stink. Well, we had Jimmy Carr on a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago by now, and he had said, you know, he can't really meditate. He just he's meditating when he's with his child. He's not on his phone. He doesn't have his phone. And he's yeah. like, I'm with my kid. And I tried to apply that, and it didn't work. The phone won every time. <laughs> It's a powerful mistress. Yo, it's it really crazy. is. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to truly like bury it on the other side of the house because the only thing that can beat my addiction to my phone is my pure laziness, <laughs> like is my unwillingness to get up out of my seat. So if I can somehow dose myself with an edible and put my phone at the furthest point away, then I can really spend quality time with my son. Or what if you just get a microchip and make the phone a part of you? So you don't have to get up and get it. And then like I'm just reading messages <laughs> like, while talking to him. <laughs> like they're doing in Sweden. New year, so it's a great time to grow your business, okay? If you're stuck in the trenches of daily tasks like managing order fulfillment, you're not able to focus on what really matters, and that is increasing sales. That's what I tell my children every morning they wake up. I say, I don't care what you're doing. I just need you to increase the sales. No matter where you sell or how you ship, your business can grow with ShipStation. You make ship happen. ShipStation can help increase your profitability by automating your workflow and keeping costs down with industry-leading discounts, okay? And flow is not going to stop your workflow because you got ShipStation. The order details page lets you quickly and easily update crucial order information and reduce errors. And remember, folks, an error is not a mistake until you refuse to correct it. Shout out my sixth grade science teacher. Love you, babe. ShipStation has enterprise solutions that reduce warehouse costs and improve profitability. It's all about profitability. Keep the cost down. Make the profit. Make the money. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce business with ShipStation, and 98% of those companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life, okay? Come on, those are good numbers. Right now, all you got to do is go to ShipStation.com, put in that promo code CHAOS, and you are going to get a free 30-day trial. That's S-H-I-P-S-T-A-T-I-O-N.com. Put in that promo code CHAOS. You're going to get a free 30-day trial trial ship station make ship happen here's the thing all right i'm getting a little bit older the other day my family says chris you have lines on your forehead i said i don't they said your forehead is wrinkly as shit so you need to iron out your forehead i said well how the hell am i supposed to do that i don't know how to deal with a wrinkly forehead and they were like we know how to help you i said how they said one word i said what is it they said genucell I said, GenuCell. They said, GenuCell. They start rubbing this cream on my forehead. My Look at how non-wrinkled my forehead looks today. That's from GenuCell, okay? I tried to put it on my testicles. It didn't work. Those are the wrinkliest. That's the wrinkliest piece of skin I've ever had in my life. I, there's nothing that can ever help you with that. But if we're talking about forehead wrinkles, if we're talking about sagging jawlines, if we're talking about dark marks, skin redness, eye bags under your eye, GenuCell, folks. GenuCell. Say goodbye to those fine lines and forehead wrinkles and bags under your eye, GenuCell is saving the day, okay? I rubbed it all over Vito the other day. And look at how look at how smooth and clean Vito looks right now. I rubbed him down with GenuCell for his birthday. That's all he wanted. 
He said, bathe me in GenuCell. I said, no problem, babe. And he got lathered up. And that's what it is. It has immediate effects. GenuCell promises results that will make your smile, get, that will make you smile guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That's what I like about this company. They literally put their money where their beautiful, wrinkle-free mouth is. They say, if you don't like this, if you don't smile, 100% of your money back. For a limited time, GenuCell's top-selling hyaluronic acid serum <laughs> is included free in every most popular package. You enjoy maximum skin hydration for a more youthful appearance, okay? Your skin looking thirsty, girl. I got GenuCell. Yum, 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 yum. Go to GenuCell.com slash chaos. Enter the code chaos at checkout for extra savings. Every order placed is automatically upgraded to free shipping. That's GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash chaos. Enter the code chaos. Check out for extra savings. Every single order you get automatically upgraded to free shipping. Upgrade your shipping. Upgrade your faith. Use GenuCell. Because I want to talk about the prison planet. The prison planet oh, yeah. Reddit, okay? <sighs> I got two things. I want to talk about the prison planet Reddit, and then I want you to remember to remind me the funny fart story. Okay. <laughs> the prison planet Reddit, okay? Let me... I do not... I am not in no way, shape, or form saying that this is true, that I even believe this. It just kind of... If it is true... It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson, yeah, boy. Tucker Carlson <laughs> uh, talked about this a little bit, and then it was all over Reddit. And there are some pretty prominent people in the world who believe this, the you know, quote unquote, powers that be, that what actually is happening in the world right now is it's not aliens out there all the way in a distant planet. It's they're right here in another dimension. It's yes. not about. It's about vibrations, and we are 3D humans, and it's 4D, 5D, 60. You know, I don't really understand it, but that they're, it's all happening right here. They're just saying us as human beings, our meat vessel and our brain and all that is, is, cannot perceive them. They are operating within our universe, but they're dimensionally just something that we can't see. So or they're as here as us. They exactly. can just see, and they think that what— This is also based in, like— Carl Sagan shit. So this yes. isn't just like conspiracy nonsense. Right. And they're saying, though, what is happening, what this prison planet means is that we operate, that even Nikolai Tesla said this, that the universe is vibration. That's the main currency of the universe is, is higher vibrations, lower vibrations. The higher the vibrations, the more power you have. The lower vibrations, the less power you have. That, that we are normal people, right, are trapped our souls are trapped in this prison planet that when you die, when you die and you see the light, that that's all a trick by these reptilian fourth dimension or higher beings who actually rule. They feed off our anxiety, depression, grief, and negative emotions as fuel. Mm -hmm. That is their power. That is their, that is what feeds them. Okay. And that the, the only way out of this is to be a very, very high frequency, vibration frequency individual like a monk. That's why they spend all that time meditating because they can get supposedly out of this low frequency and get into a high frequency. And that big celebrities or whomever, certain people 
have made a deal, like a Justin Bieber or Barack Obama, just using that as an example, so <laughs> yeah. like people that everybody knows have made a deal with these fourth dimensional reptilian beings that really rule the world that said, I will give you my soul for eternity that you can eat for eternity off my emotions. But every time I come back, because history and the earth, it's all happening now. So you could just go, you know, 1500s <laughs> isn't in the past to them. It's just in another dimension. Yeah. It's happening right now. They can just swap you that every time I come back to whatever dimension you, dis whatever time in history you try to put me in, I have the same status. So Prominent. I'm yeah. not, I'm not just, I'm Justin Bieber today, but back then I was Alexander the Great. Say Beyonce, Cleopatra, Barack Obama. I think it was like Akhenaten or something like that, some some Egyptian right. king. So there, yeah, there's the thing is like so that's what they believe, and that's what Tucker Carlson said. He absolutely has confirmed is real from his sources and Alex Jones. Well, <laughs> so so they've confirmed that that's real, and if that is in any way, shape, or form true, it, it's scary. I think I think there's truth to it. I don't know if people are consuming energy in, in like a direct way, maybe subconsciously and stuff like that. But I think the low vibrations and that shit, it's feeding them monetarily. Like, right. I don't think that energetically they're necessarily like true serpents just soaking up our humanity like that. They are being just funneled money based on our fear and paranoia. So I think there's something there's something to right. that. But, but what did Carl Sagan say? Like, what is the, it? Carl Sagan was just talking about, and this is my belief with aliens, is that aliens, it's not about a faraway place. It is they are here. They are with us right now. They're just in a in a dimension that we are incapable of perceiving, which I'm I'm totally on board with. I think the fact that they're kind of showing up as aliens right now at this exact time with all that's going on internationally seems a bit fishy. And I think the story and the fact that it just kind of goes away for months at a time and then comes back as in like, hey, remember aliens? Remember we said we found those? Then it goes away and it comes back. It's all kind of media, media manipulation and right. not necessarily based on actual disclosure. Dude, the thing, so I, cause I'm into all of this stuff. I am into vibrational feelings. I am into existing energetically. I'm into afterlife. I've done DMT. So right. I feel like I've experienced part of it. The thing that I've been kicking around lately is I'm starting to think that this is a simulation for all of us individually and we never die until the end in our simulation. So to your simulation, I might die at 39, but I'm going to keep living in my simulation until I'm 78, 80, whatever, like a full life. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like as people are dropping off, that's just my simulation dropping them off. That's not necessarily their life path at all. And they could potentially be living an entire life in a wow. different dimension. So like another our good friend, Kenny DeForest, who just passed yes. away. He's not. I think he's living on. He's in a dead in direction. our simulation, yes. but he's not, or mine or yours. Yeah, but, but this is also somebody who has lost a lot of friends. Like right. I've, so maybe this is this a is what we call mechanism. coping. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody that, uh, yeah, doesn't doesn't deal well with loss. But I do, I do truly like. There's part it's of me that really does believe that. Where I don't know, it just seems like this is such a sliver experience, like such a weird moment of consciousness, and the before and afterlife are more or less one and the same, that this, that that theory of like, this might be hell, I, I'm not that far off. I really don't think so. I think this is actually heaven and hell. Like, this is the fucking afterlife that we're currently in, and it's not in perpetuity. The actual, like, the consciousnessless love, <laughs> just existence without Chris, without Mike, that's what that's what everything is. This is just us gaining experience and like putting I don't know, putting 
I don't know. I, I'd lost the, the train of thought. There it is. I think I listen. It's one of those things where I I think because of the internet or the the, the time in history we're living, like this idea of like a prison planet of grief and all that. It's just more believable today than it would be 30 years ago, because like 30 years ago, if I said aliens are real, you'd be like, no, they're not. Right. But now you're like, well, of course they are. Yeah. So everything becomes more believable. Like Vito, the, I sent to the Chaos Cox group chat, pull up the Miami PD, all the police um, coming to, it, it was in our group chat, to, uh, the, the, of um, the Miami police going they said that it was teenagers fighting, but it was literally like over 100 cop cars and nobody saw any teenagers. And a lot of people think that this had something to do with extraterrestrials or something that the government didn't want us to know about. A little yeah. men in black. Yeah. So that, that one. Yep. So let's 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 look at this quick. So it's a two minute clip, but, it, you know, whatever is there's a couple of cop cars. And then if you start to fast forward it. I there's mean, so many shit. cars holy like shit. there's only 3000 police in the Miami PD. And right here, if you figure there's two cops in every car, there was like a thousand police there. We find out later Biden's just doing blow in a yeah. club. <laughs> yeah, but it's like they don't. So so listen, people go to like extraterrestrial stuff right away and whatever stuff right away. But there is definitely for sure. I know that the government knows a lot more than they're telling us. Yeah. And I just think we have to accept we'll never know about it. Yeah. So you're only ever going to make hypotheticals. But that's why when I read that Prison Planet Reddit, I was like, am I believing this because I tend to believe everything now because of how much stuff has been uncovered? Or is it real? And the only thing that can protect me is the case for Christ. <laughs> that's right. You actually are getting quite a bit away from Jesus. Yes. With this line of thinking. So but again, Jesus code says, but to Jesus' credit, Jesus says, that's okay. Because yeah. the further you go away from me, the more you'll believe in me. Yeah. Because it'll just confirm how real I am. Well, and you don't have to waste your time trying to get other people into Christ because people often forget this little passage. Narrow is the path. That's it. Right? Narrow is the path. I remember, um, I remember, I think it was, I think it was, it had to be Catholicism. I went to Catholic school where they said, if you're like a good person, like if you're a really good person, you can get into heaven. And when you get there, you still have to walk on the path, but the path will be as big as an eight lane highway. If you're like a piece of shit person, you'll still have an opportunity to get to heaven, but it's literally as if you're walking across a mountain on a tightrope. <laughs> so if you can make it good for you, and there were times in my little brain where I'd be like, you know what? I'll be a piece of shit down here and take my chances up there. <laughs> Just Joseph Gordon-Levitt between the yeah. Twin Towers. <laughs> Dude, I want to tell you real quick that I went away with, uh, you know, like Jasmine's friends, who are now my friends, but mm -hmm. like we went away like, you know, three couples to this beautiful farmhouse up called Silent G Farms up in like the Monticello area. It was amazing. And... So we went away, you know, all, everybody had kids, whatever. It was nice. It was really nice. But anyway, like, you know, on the third day in, second day in, you know, all the kids were like sitting in like one room, watch TV, my kids included. And I go to the kids. I was like, guys, I, I, one of the little kids names, Harold or whatever. I was like, count to three, count to three right now. Count to three. And my Del Delilah, she knows. She's like, Dad, don't do it. Don't. Do it. I was like, count to three. Kids are going to love it. <laughs> and I ripped one of the wettest, stinkiest, crazy farts of all time. And not one kid laughed, not one parent laughed. 
one of the actual women, one of the you know women mothers who I kind of don't really know. She was like, "That's disgusting. We do not do that in my family." And Jasmine was mortified, and she made me pulled me out of the house like a school child, yelled at me, and made me go back in and apologize to the group. <laughs> For being fun? That's what I said. That's bullshit. There was one other father who was like my boy. He was like, that was one of the best things I've seen in years. <laughs> he goes, one of the moms baked Nutella chocolate chip cookies. What did they think yeah. was going to happen? With milk? Yeah. Come on, man. You should have put your dirty panties in her pillowcase. Yep. Just man, and wake I just, up with pink and then, eye. Yeah. And then guess what? And then I, you know, later on in the day, I had full diarrhea and clogged the toilet and blamed it on one of her kids. And it was me. <laughs> I said, he must have flushed a toy down the toilet. But it's really my blatant blop of diarrhea, which is also an issue. Talk about the Bristol, that Dr. Pooh episode. Yeah. They talk about what your poo should look like. It is a must listen to, okay? It, it is a must, must, must listen to. And by the way, longer episodes are is going to be the norm. I yes. know it's only 45 minutes the last two weeks, but again, I ruined my schedule. So I'm just, but I hopefully that it's quality and not quantity yeah. that matters to you people. And I will say some of the best podcasts that I listen to, the Daily Stoic being one of them, there and uh, Dr. Peter Atia, who sometimes has long episodes, but sometimes now, and let me know, by the way, at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy or on the YouTube community board, do you care if it's longer or not? Because some of the best episodes I listen to are like what I look for. If, if I see a 15-minute episode, I'm like, I'm listening because mm. I can digest it. Where sometimes when I see two and a half hours, I'm like, I'll just listen to the clips. <laughs> do we have a clips page? We do. Uh, we have Chrissy Chaos clips and we have the Chrissy Chaos YouTube. And We're going to start putting – we put out Chrissy Chaos like five, ten-minute clips every week, right? Well, we will now. Yeah. All right, we're going to start doing that because I love the clips idea. Yeah. Like put out 10 minutes. Don't, it doesn't have to be that highly edited. Just throw it out there. And then, uh, you know, in the beginning, put welcome to the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah! <laughs> all right, ChristyComedy.com for all my stand-up dates. Please, for the love of God, buy the tickets. My mortgage rate's too high. That's right. MikeCannonComedy.com. I'm still renting. Yep, that's what it is. I'll be in Reno, Vegas. I'll be in Reno, Nevada, Washington, D.C., and... um uh, uh, um. Nashville. Yep. I'm going to be in Tampa, Vegas, Chandler, Arizona, and then more dates uh, in February. Filming a special actually uh, in April, so come out to that as well. MyCanonComedy.com. There you go, my friends. And then we got brand new or we got restock merch at ChristyComedy.com. Go buy it. And thank you so much for the Chrissy Chaos Podcast. Follow us at Chrissy Chaos Pod on IG, Chrissy Chaos Pod on YouTube, Christy Comedy on YouTube. Right? Yeah. Ralph, John, anything? That's it. That's it. Love I know the sound was fucked up a few weeks ago. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye.